0: Welcome to this special episode of The Art of Being a Mum, the podcast where we hear from mothers who are artists and creators, sharing their joys and issues around trying to be a mother and continue to make their art. My name's Alison Newman. I'm a singer, songwriter and mother of two boys from regional South Australia. I have a passion for mental wellness and a background in early childhood education. The seeds for this podcast were sown early in 2021 when I had a lot of time on my hands and more than the usual number of children in my home. I was finding it really challenging to create the ideal space which I needed to be able to make my music. Realising that I needed a little bit of a shift in my perceptions and perhaps a little help, I decided to reach out to an artistic mum who was a friend of mine and find out just how she was doing it. And from then I thought, I wonder if other mums would like to hear how they're doing it, and also what other mums are doing. Thus, the podcast was born. I have thoroughly enjoyed my chats with creative mums and a few dads too over the course of these past six months. I have found it incredibly interesting and insightful having learned so many new things about topics that I would never have learned about and meeting some amazing people too. And I have managed to change my perceptions and shift my thinking on a number of issues. And I hope this has been the same for you. Here's a little wrap up of some of my favourite quotes from the episodes that made up season one, 2021. I hope you enjoy. What's interesting to me with hindsight perhaps is that
1: we'd hit this sort of um, point where our our mothers had been the first generation of the, the second wave feminists and so we'd been told a lot about what our expectations for our life could be, you know, what uh, that we we could have it all, you know, all of those messages that that we were we were getting, and the sense of freedom and ambition that we all have and should have, and then suddenly we have children and realize how compromised that can be, and that that is an age-old problem and not really an easy problem to solve <laughs> for feminism or for, you know, no matter how liberated you are. So the fact is we, we love our children and we want to be there for them and our children love us and are desperately attached to us and therefore um, finding space and time for something that we want to do for ourselves is incredibly difficult.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I just, it wasn't for me, not the newborn thing, Mm-mm. I lo- love their ages now, but would literally prefer to walk the depths of hell than have a newborn again. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'll quote you on that one. <laughs> yeah, you can.
3: <laughs> I also think it's part of modelling, modelling behaviours around the things that you're passionate about. I think it's good if they can see that, those things are priorities in our lives that don't take away from their experiences, but are in addition to that, um, it shows them how to care for that part of their life, the artist that they are. So yeah, I think it's important that the kids see that and see how that can happen.
1: If I really, really had felt that guilty, wouldn't I have stopped doing what I was doing Mm -hmm. deep down I knew that what I was doing was giving me purpose and lighting me up from within and you know that old cliche making me a better mother Mm
4: -hmm.
1: deep down I know that whenever things whenever I had a right to feel guilty whenever it really was affecting my children I changed Mm -hmm. I let go of it I I moved away from it I let it go every single time So I kind of feel
5: like, you know, I need with the time that I've got, especially now that I'm working full time, I need to be spending more time with my children now while they're young, um, making sure I have that connection. But my husband will always, you know, he's really good. He'll go, yeah, they love you. You know, they really love you. Um, Remember when you weren't feeling well and they were all worried about you, you know, they
6: really love you. Don't worry.
5: Um, So my husband tries to sort of you know say no don't worry um don't stress
0: Um, reassure you
5: yeah reassure me yeah
7: Yeah. facebook keeps reminding me of my what my life used to be before kids (laughs) saturday nights at shadows or little adventures it used to do back in the day um yeah is a total lifetime ago for me um yeah and I guess when you do become a mum you have to let go of that life yeah you your your life comes second to your kids life Mm -hmm. um their development and their their health and well-being is above above yours yeah but you do have to keep it leveled enough that you are your best self for your kids you can't be can't be distant. You can't be unwell. You've got to be there for, there for them. Which I guess I've learnt from the past that I that I needed to put my kids first to get out of that for them. Yeah.
3: How do you feel about mum guilt? Oh, it is real. It is definitely real. <laughs> I observe it a lot with um, stuff people around me say about others too. Like, oh, she's doing this, blah blah, it's like. Maybe she needs to do that. Like, I I used to probably be the same in thinking that. And it's taught me a lot that that might be her outlook that she needs just to feel like a human and be a better mum. So Mm -hmm. it's been lots of work to pick up on your own, like, where you're being critical of others, where you're like, oh, that's maybe I'm envious of that or, you know, I don't really know her story. Like it's, But it's there. Like, you can't do anything. So you can spend too much time with your kids and not... And not do anything for yourself. You can spend too much time yourself and nothing for your kids. Like it's it's a losing battle. <laughs> the
5: themes in my writing have changed, definitely. Yeah. I have a collection of songs. I have a new body of work that I'm um I've started recording. And it's it's very much inspired by motherhood and and relationships with my own mother and and grief, and and yeah, identity, and belonging, and home, and I don't think I would have explored those themes um, pre children. I don't, I don't pre children. My songs weren't all about love and breakups. It was a you know number that were, and a number that still are, you know. But I don't think I would have been inspired to yeah explore those um, really personal relationships, family relationships, um, had I not experienced that enlargening of your family, you know. Mm.
8: To me, being a mum is the best thing I have ever done. It is just the biggest blessing and I'm all, it's always in the back of my head that they're only this little once, like they're growing so fast and um, it may not be everyone's cup of tea or... Uh, how they want to do things, but I have just loved being there and doing that. I think, yeah, I mean, I'd have 100 kids if I could. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably not not 100, actually. That that would, yeah. Maybe
6: 99. (laughs) Yeah.
3: If you were talking to me about an experience that you'd had, like, let's say you... um, Well, finding it hard, giving yourself time to do something. Um, My advice to you would be, Alison, you're still the person you were before you had a baby. Get out there, you know, you need to spend some time on yourself. So I can give some great advice, but... (laughs) (laughs) So I would like to say that I don't believe in mum guilt, but I've experienced it. So I think it's definitely, it's there. Um, I still have moments even today where I feel like I could be doing better, should be making a different decision. Um, I think it's, I think it's incredibly real. Um, I think it would be great if it wasn't, but I think we would be kidding ourselves if we said that it wasn't a real thing. Um, because yeah, I, I've felt it I've I've probably even been in a category of um is it martyrdom martyrdom is that what they call it where you yeah you, know, you just really sacrifice yourself for somebody else and um yeah it's really interesting because um Like, I've had an understanding prior to having Jack of how important it is to look after yourself and to put yourself first, and to know that that's actually not being, um, it's not being selfish. It's like probably the purest form of self love is to be able to put yourself before somebody else. Um, But then falling into motherhood, and yeah, it's just a real, like, it just, it it upends that belief. And I I think for me, it probably just, it just happened, like it was just, I think a change of lifestyle, knowing that I had a little baby that was like 100% reliant on me. And I felt, I, I just sacrificed myself.
9: I imagine for women especially, having kids it's so important to nurture those kids and you seem to be putting everything into the children i know from seeing it firsthand through my wife that she puts everything into our kids and you wonder like now i've you know she's focused on going back to studying more at nursing and and um and that's something that she's passionate about and she loves so we make time to uh fit her you know things that she needs to do too into into her life if you don't have an outlet somewhere or a passion and you've got nowhere to you know to to do it it, it builds up and you know probably can end up being the, the falling down of your marriage because you know you just got no outlet and you feel like you're locked up with your children and just having this dull life that you you know that just ends up crushing around around you if it doesn't have you don't have an outlet
8: and you know what, I had this conversation with Dan, the husband, and he said to me, Chanel, some people just don't get to, he's he's seen the rise and fall. He's seen me get these opportunities and then me crying a heap when they have just not gone the way I thought they should have at the time. Yeah. And yeah. he said, some people just don't get to do their dream, lovey. Like, and I, and I for me, that didn't sit well because I was like, no, I'm going to. Because I I need to do it for myself. What am I going to? I said, because I can see I'm having this premonition of me being 50 or 60 years of age and kicking myself for not trying at least. Mm -hmm. So I and he said, the kids, you're an amazing mum. The kids love you so much, and they will be proud of you if you just worked in a cafe or whatever. And I said, but I'm not proud of me.
4: Yeah.
8: Yeah. Because you can work in a cafe absolutely, if that's what you want to do but it wasn't what was in my soul to do. And I said, they need to see their mum chasing the path that is right for her and then encouraging them to do the same thing because they're learning from me. Mm -hmm. Don't just stand still because it's easy to do so. That's what I mean, like if it was easy, everyone would do it.
6: It's something that women need to sort of let go of and allow themselves to look at it in a way that if I'm doing something for myself, I'm bettering myself so that I can be better for my children. Mm. Um, so if I have an art show and, you know, I got to you know, my husband has to put the kids to bed and they don't get me singing them to sleep or whatever. It's like, my kid is, is growing from that experience. They're not, it's not losing me for one night and they're not going to be traumatized by that. I mean, they're learning to be adaptable and they're learning that yes, your mother has her own life and and when you grow up and have kids, you're gonna have your own life too. Mm-hmm. And I think it sets an example for my daughter um, that you don't have to give up your entire life and you don't have to martyr yourself constantly, that you actually deserve to have a life on your own and it's gonna make you a better mom.
3: I didn't feel guilty about going to work because i knew in my mind that without all this external pressure and and whatever else to be a perfect mum because that wasn't around then you know you just did the best you could that i needed to go back to work for my own sanity and i did not feel guilty about that so that was it when harry was 10 months old Mm -hmm. i'm not a maternal person i'll be the first to say i'm not a i'm not a person who's in an apron baking a cake breastfeeding their child at the oven like I am not that person I work I thrive off work I thrive off intellectual stimulation just being a mum is not enough for me so never once did I feel guilty to for going to work and making that decision back then I mean, being a parent in general, but especially being a mum does not stop you from being an amazing musician, an amazing artist, an amazing teacher, whatever it is that you do. It's another thing in your life that is very, very important. And yes, your priorities change, but it doesn't stop you being amazing at what you do in that moment. And I've had people kind of, you know, second guess that I've had people be like, oh, so, oh, you're back at gigs. Oh, really? That's, that's soon, oh, that's interesting. And you know what? I just say to them, I'm like, why wouldn't I be? Actually, I think you'll find I'm playing better than I was beforehand. So, there.
5: <laughs> the mother guilt of putting yourself, you know, ahead of your children sometimes. Um, I've definitely grown, learnt over time not to have that quite so much. I think as the kids were younger, I, I did. But especially now, like, with my youngest started in high school, I was like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm OK. I deserve to have some allocated time <laughs> yeah, and, um, and to actually let the whole family know, right, well, this is actually something that's really important to me and I'm going to make this happen. And it was actually really nice to see the support that they gave me too. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah really. Um, even my my middle boy, Finn, he would say, he was actually said to me, oh, Mum, you're really inspiring me with the work that you're doing. And, you know, that's the biggest thing me ever. Yeah. Um, so, cool. And my husband's really um, supportive as well, just you know, he's constantly telling me that he's proud of me, which is really lovely. That definitely helps with not feeling guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Do those compliments. Yeah.
4: If I've, you know, had some space and time through the week to um to focus on my artwork and to be quiet in the studio, then absolutely that reflects in the way that I am with my kids in the sense that I think I'm you know it helps me to be more present when I am with them I'm not so much thinking about um about art and it allows me time and space I guess to to really focus on them so I think they yeah I've shifted from thinking that they all these different things take away from each other but that they don't they all support each other and work together like I said, as, as part of an integrated life. So that's been a big shift for me and, and and being able to shift my thinking around that. And I think it's helped me manage my expectations, I guess, of, of myself.
2: And then when I found out it was twins, it was like all the anxiety kicked in because I felt like, well, hang on, what does that mean for me returning to work? Can I return? To, I won't be able to return to work, you know? Um, and then you have all the stress about how's my... How's my body going to change with two? It was, I felt great with one baby and I was happy with being pregnant. But then once I found out it was twins, it did really throw me and I had to really adjust to um, getting excited about it and not being too anxious. So I'm very lucky that I had twins and I, I think that now and I love their bond and I, I love being a twin mum. But I didn't, you know, I didn't initially, I really, feel bad that I think that but I I really was upset and I was really anxious so I had pretty bad anxiety when I was pregnant actually once I found out.
5: I think it's also about making a space for yourself like making art or even just making stuff has just always been a way for me to take space for myself even as a child you know and I think that's just become more and more important
0: as an adult when you've got more responsibilities and have to divide your time more.
3: Mm.
10: Yeah.
0: It becomes more challenging, but then also probably more important to do it as an adult. Abs-
5: <laughs> Absolutely. It's like mental health, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's and it's so um, connected with looking, yeah, looking after yourself. And, and for me, it's very much part of my identity, I think.
9: When you have children, you... Like, if you're, if you're a committed parent, if you are completely into the next few years being, you know, in a state of creative upheaval, if you commit to that, then, um, you know, it, 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 it changes. It changes everything. You know, you can't, it's not possible to, to um, have those, those sort of uh, positive relationships without making sacrifices.
0: How do you feel about mum guilt
11: i think it's very alive and well and prevalent um and i i guess i just had to decide that i didn't care about it um i have have actually had a lot of flack um over the years for um i think i got i got told at one point that i was handballing my children to their dad um and Oh, yeah, so there was that comment, um, I think I've actually been pretty heavily criticised by other local musos as being ruthless and being um, over competitive and, and quite a lot of other things because it seems like um, a lot of people, I, mean, I guess that's not just a mum thing, that's also a, an Australian thing, I think we, we dislike anybody that plays it big.
12: I had had an identity. I was a healthcare worker and then I became a mom and then I wasn't that anymore. And so, you know, people would be like, oh, what do you do? And I'd be like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And so they would automatically say, oh, then, okay, what does your husband do? Which I'm just like, it just felt terrible to me. It felt terrible to me. I I went through an identity crisis really where I was just like, what am I besides a mom? Like, it didn't feel good to me. I felt really, really lost during that kind of transition because I didn't really know and, and like just, I mean, I'm not saying that like just being a mom isn't enough, but for me, it didn't, it just didn't, I just felt lost, mm. you know? So yeah, I mean, it is really important to me to to feel like I have something that is just mine. I spend a
4: lot of time um, when I'm uh, rehearsing and performing actually away from family so that's easier for that in, in that regard for to be able to kind of just concentrate on the on the show that I'm doing whereas I find when now that I'm doing a bit more work here in, in that Gambia uh, or at home and it's actually really tricky when you when you work go to work during the day and then you have to come home and kind of try and switch it off so that's a real struggle for me because I was kind of had and realized it was a bit of a luxury to be able to just get in that bubble and and kind of create and then um not have to come home and parent but yeah the really tricky part is is trying to combine the two and so you know i have huge admiration for you know a lot of my working actor friends in adelaide that have to do that all the time
10: organically and physically and all that stuff it's so much different for the mother it's just, mm. just, just just the way it is yeah i think for fathers it does change but yeah nowhere near as much as a, as a mother i don't think going through all that sort of identity you're just trying to separate motherhood it's, it can get lost and you know the wards can get a bit murky but but it's definitely very important to to have those two separate because I think you'll just run yourself silly and you'll lose, I don't know, maybe a lot of that passion that you might have wither away a little bit because you just feel like that you've, you know, you've got to put family as a priority and then this is so exhausting and draining that it's easy to just go, nah, you know, oh, one day I'll get there. But I think if you can find the time to, even if it's a little bit, just to, to yeah, just separate them and, and to keep that um, individuality.
8: Mm. It's It's not just that mum guilt, it's like, it's the wife guilt, it's the friend guilt, it's the, when do we, it's so hard to make time for everybody. Um, I think
5: now, I think more so, it's important for me to realise that, um, not to think of it as mum guilt anymore, but but realise that um, I think they need to have a better version of mum, And if
8: mum needs to be in that creative space, then they're going to get a better version of me.